Butcher! Butcher! Oh my god, you guys are incredible. Oh man, it's good to see your faces, you know, out of the house, full faces. Nice to see the masks off. I have friendships with people that started with the masks and then they took the masks off and I was like, whoa. That is not the face my brain made up for you. So, if you want to check that one out, I mean, I'm happy to share. Happy to give you a little drawing. The other night, I saw, I saw, I mean, everything's wild. I saw the wildest thing. I was driving down the street and I saw a hundred people waiting in line to get into an escape room. (laughs) What have those people been doing for the last 17 months? walk down the street, stand in line to be locked into another room. <laughs> I just want to pay for it. That's what it is. People just want the privilege to pay for their torture. That's what's... We don't like free stuff in this country. We hate it. We're like, no, thank you. <laughs> the pandemic was so long, I transitioned. <laughs> Right? All those gas station attendants my entire life calling me, sir, were right. They were right. <laughs> they were right. They knew me and they loved me before I could love myself. <laughs> I'm very grateful to those guys. Very grateful. I've been taking testosterone for about a year. And uh, yeah, thank you. Um, and honestly, sometimes I just feel like history's slowest werewolf, you know? Just like... Just a hair every now and then, you know? Not so much like howling at the moon, but I can carry like four bags of groceries on one arm. I do use they, them pronouns, thank you so much. I... (laughs) Usually people, you know, lift me up on their shoulders and carry me out into the streets as... So, I mean, kind of timid from you, but whatever. I will be canceling you all later. That's fine. <laughs> None of you have jobs or social media, so. Next time, clap! Just kidding. <laughs> I do, I mostly use they, them pronouns these days just to keep people questioning whether they really want to talk to me or not. <laughs> It's like a very great buffer. People are like, I don't know, what can I, I'm avoiding you. I'm just, I'm not gonna talk to you. I can't, I what to say. <laughs> but then if you live in like, you know, a progressive place, you know, I go to parties or something and some faux woke person always like accosts me. And I'm so sorry, it's always the white ladies. They're always, <laughs> it's like, it takes one to know one. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I used to, I used to be you, you know, I used to. I thought I was, I thought, I thought I was. 
you know, I thought, and I was wrong, but. Cause like the dudes pretty much leave me alone, you know? It's, it's either out of confusion or respect. And I think it's a great combo of both. But I go to parties and like the, the women are just like, I gotta know what pronouns you use. What are your pronouns? And like they don't even know my name yet, but they're like, what pronouns? I gotta know. I gotta know. I gotta know. <laughs> and I'm like, they them, and they're like, she uses they them, everybody. <laughs> just letting everybody know. This woman, this senorita, she uses they them, so. I'm just like, if you don't care, don't ask. You know what I mean? If you don't care what my pronouns are, don't ask. That's my update to don't ask, don't tell. If you don't care, don't ask. <laughs> Leave me alone. I think we could, uh, I, I think we could, we could leave trans kids alone. You know what I mean? Like we could leave them alone. leave them alone. I don't mean leave them in the woods. I don't mean abandon them. I mean create community around them and love them, you know? But I think we could take some of that, you know, legislative anger that we're, that, that this country is, is focusing on trans kids. And when I say trans kids, I mean, I really mean everybody, you know? Like, we're just so angry at each other and taking it out on each other and we think we have to do all this. It's just like, leave each other alone. Just enjoy each other. Just enjoy your life. Just enjoy your life and leave each other alone, you know what I mean? And we could take, that's right. We could take like a little bit, just a little bit of that legislative anger and we could use the rest of it to fight climate change, but that's another set. <laughs> so we could all maybe have water. I don't know, that would be great. <laughs> no, I wanna pay for it, all right. But we could take some of that anger and we could use it for some wellness checks for the people who hang rubber testicles from the backs of their trucks. <laughs> now, nothing aggressive, just like a little wellness check. You know what I mean? Just like a, just like a show, just a little, just a little. Hey, what's up, dude? Uh, how's it going? Uh, have you eaten in a while? I don't... Okay, I just, hey, I was just concerned about you, you know? Cause um, I noticed that you uh, put some balls on your Kia. And so I just wanted to see how you were doing. Question, is the car the dick? Because the proportions are like very, very off. You know what I mean? What? That's right. I'm worried 
about people. <laughs> but I don't want to, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to only focus on toxic masculinity. I think we should also give some wellness checks for the people who put eyelashes on their Mini Coopers. Is that? That shit will run you down in a Sephora parking lot. That shit will kill you. <laughs> I come from truck nuts country though. <laughs> I'm from Ohio, I like to call that. That's right. I like to call Ohio the thinking man's Indiana. <laughs> Truck nuts country. Just like dudes there, you know? Like, I, I mean, I hang out with dudes, there's dudes here. Like, but I, think, I feel like you guys like go to therapy, you know? And like, you at least think about it. And you've maybe gone to yoga and you maybe have a plant, you know? Like this is just not, it's just a different kind of dude in Ohio. These are dudes who will stand at 3.30 p.m. in the midday sun, like this. <laughs> With sunglasses on the backs of their heads. Just like, the sun is not gonna tell me what to do with my life. It's just a different kind of dude. Just hanging out with this dude in Ohio, he was telling me about his first job he ever had. His first job he ever had was for a construction company and they used to like pick up houses and move them to other places, you know? And so they would drive them down the freeway. And so his job was to drive in one of the cars that was around that house that was driving down the freeway. <laughs> he put a little set of balls on it too, it was great. <laughs> and he would drive around and that job, you would be in a car next to those trucks protecting people from getting hit by a house, you know? <laughs> but he wants to be a witch anymore. <laughs> he would drive a car in the front and the back, and that job happens to be called escort. <laughs> so he was an escort right out of high school. <laughs> and he was running a job up to Canada, so they got up there and they, they got a hotel room for the night. He went into the bar and was hanging out, had a couple beers, and he noticed this woman was like all over the, but like hanging out. He was like, wow, she's got a lot of friends. She knows everybody here. And then finally she made her way over to him, sat down, started making conversation. He goes, hey, what do you do for a living? And she was like, well, I'm an escort. And he goes, no shit, so am I! <laughs> wait, 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 let me ask you this. What's the biggest load you've ever taken? <laughs> like, <that. laughs> like I said, never got a dude. <laughs> Hung out with that guy at a bonfire, we were hanging out. I don't know if, you, if you're from like where I'm from. When we have a fire, it's not a solo stuff. It's not a fire pit. It's a 10 foot tall <laughs> raging bur Okay, you guys are gonna love this. There's furniture in there. 
on the 4th of July, the remainder of the fireworks go in there, and you're like, run. That's how the night ends, you know? So that's the kind of fire it was. And his dad came over, and his dad, he, he like, uh, reconditions Volkswagen vans. That's what he does in his retirement. So his dad hops out of the van, gets a wheelbarrow, puts something in the wheelbarrow, comes down to this fire, and then he dumps the wheelbarrow into the fire, which wasn't weird, but I was like, what's gonna happen though? <laughs> and what he put into the fire was a piece of a Volkswagen engine from the 60s. Because in the 60s, they used to make Volkswagen engines out of cast magnesium. <laughs> and if you're not that guy holding his head over there, or a scientist, magnesium is what sparklers are made out of. Or also war, you know? <laughs> and he put like 20 pounds of just pure war into the fire. He put it in there and he goes, you got about five minutes. <laughs> so that thing lights up brighter than anything you've ever seen in your life. I suggest you get your sunglasses. I also, I, I got divorced in the pandemic. Anybody else? A couple of people, great. Great job, everybody. Good job, I love you. Good job. Yes, queer people are getting divorced. What's next? Divorcing your dog! Make me sick. I love that joke so much. Uh, I really want like a right winger to be like, yeah! <laughs> I did, I got divorced, so I decided I would ask somebody that I knew who was divorced for a little advice. I called up my dad. I was like, why not? He's right there. I got his number on speed dial. Give him a call. And my dad was like, well, <laughs> Well, that's how he emotes. That's what I realized. He's like a jalopy from the 40s. <laughs> Doesn't matter what the emotion is. He's like, <laughs> need some starter fluid. <laughs> like when his dog died, I called him to, to like check on him, see how he was doing. I was like, how you doing, dad? He's like, <laughs> it's just, I love that dog. I was like, I know, dad, I know, I'm so sorry. And he's like, it's just, <laughs> he was the son I never had. Which was hard for me because I thought I was the son he never had, you know? <laughs> so I called him for some advice and I asked him, I was like, hey, you know, what do you got? <laughs> And he's like, well, uh, things with me and your mom, you know, that's just, <clears throat> that's just water over the dam. And I was like, that? <laughs> Do people say that? Cause that sounds like I've never heard that in my life. Also, sounds like the dam's not working. You know what, never mind. 
But he was like, I got some advice for you. <laughs> I got some advice. All you gotta do is keep your head down and your chin up. I don't, I'm not. I guess. <laughs> it just, uh, it sent me to my chiropractor more often. <laughs> I, I have a very Los Angeles chiropractor. He's got a therapy parakeet. <laughs> I like to call that a therakeet. <laughs> so I appreciated my dad's advice. He did something for me. I decided to do something for him. He was like, hey, can you fix my computer? And I was like, sure. But I don't know how to fix his computer. <laughs> I'm just younger than him. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So I head on back to the computer room. That's what he calls it. The computer room. It's the room where the computer is. It's the computer room. What else are you gonna call it? <laughs> it's mostly just rugs and, you know, like black light posters and stuff. So I go back there, fire up his computer, it turns on. And I'm like, let me see if I can use his Google to try to figure out how to fix his computer. <laughs> you ever have one of those moments in your life where things like slow down, it's like everything just, and you're just like, you're just on a different, you're just on a different plane and you kind of forget that you exist for just a, just a moment. You forget where you are, what's happening, when it is, you forget just long enough to be given a tremendous gift. This happened to me when I turned on my dad's Google. I forgot for just long enough that I was not on my computer. I was on my dad's computer. And I was not using my Google. I was using my dad's Google. I didn't have my Google search history in front of me. I had my dad's Google search history in front of me and I forgot just long enough to go tearing right in there. I just slammed that cursor into the search bar and my dad's search history just was presented to me, just given to me as a gr the greatest gift I've ever received. I got to see what my dad would search for when he was given a machine that could give him infinite possibility through all of space and time to look up whatever he wanted with nobody else around, just him and his creator just hanging out, just him and Google, an infinite possibility. And I was given the opportunity to see what that was. And my dad searched for all alone, just him and the computer, similar to the way I found myself currently. My dad searched for in his Google. All alone, he searched for boobs.
just boobs, just, just boobs, man. You know what I mean? It's just, there's something beautifully innocent about that. Like, part of me thinks maybe he thought it was a calculator, you know, like, just having fun, you know, like, just boob, just boob, just boobs. And that, I was like, we see eye to eye, we see boob to boob, you know, we see boob to boob. I'm a boob man too. I'm the son you never had, you know? <laughs> but my favorite part, my favorite part of this is that his first search was boobs. And then his next immediate search was big boobs. <laughs> Which means he got some results. And he was like, get these out of here. What? Why would you even, what does this plus button do? <laughs> I had to, uh, I had to give up weed gummies. I know, I'm so sorry. You guys are real sad. I get it. I'm a big candy fan, and, and I also, I just, I had to, I love candy, but I just had to give up the weed gummies, man, because I would have one and not set a timer. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then I would be like, surely it's been an hour. <laughs> and it had been three to seven minutes. <laughs> and I would be like, let's see what six does. <laughs> And then I would see what six does. You know what it does? It tells you watch uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey for the first time. Give that a shot. That's what I did. I put it on. I'd never seen it before. I had an existential crisis before the monolith even showed up. It's just like the trailers, I turned it off. And so then I went to my second favorite thing to do besides watch TV. I decided to get nosy on my neighbors and see what they're up to. In my weed gummy stupor, I was like, let's see what's on the channels over there, you know? So I like looked over my neighbor, I could like sort of see, she was like hanging out, you know? She had a vase of flowers on her coffee table and I was like, ooh, seems like love is in the air. I'm in the mood for a rom-com, sounds great. So then I like, I was like watching, I was like maybe making sure that I was like looking away and not being a creep, you know? But then I had to go back and see what happens in the second act, you know? And there's a dude over there, I was like, oh, maybe this is the guy that brought the flowers. This is exciting. They're getting together, but it's a will they, won't they, you know? What's gonna happen next? So then I look away, cause I'm like, I don't, you know? This is just, this is, I don't wanna be a creep. Can only look in 30 second intervals. But I want to see how this third act wraps it up. So I look back and they're now like hanging out on the couch like this. And he's got his arm around her. And they're like about to kiss. And as they're about to kiss, he turns around. <laughs> and looks me directly into the eyeballs. Like we're two World War II snipers. Now, that whole time I thought I was being like chilled out, but I had six weed gummies. This is how I was watching them the whole time. 
My girlfriend came home, I turned off all the lights, packed up all our stuff. I was like, we are moving away. So I tried to do it healthily, you know? I tried to get off weed gummies in a healthy way. Like I said, I like candy. So I was like, I'll go get some other gummies. Cause we're basically living in a gummy based economy these days anyways. I mean, everything is made out of gummies. So I went to the store, I was like, oh, I'll buy some vitamin gummies, that'll do it. It's good for you, you know? So I got some vitamin C gummies. And then they have the women's gummies and the men's gummies. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> so what I decided to do is buy both and a third jar and put them all together to shake them up. <laughs> and they're all valid, all shapes and sizes and colors and flavors. And that is the best description of non-binary I could ever give you. <laughs> but then I also saw on the shelf some fiber gummies. And I was like, sure, why not? I'm on a health kick. Like I said, I'm from Ohio. I don't know a thing about anything. You know what I mean? Like people told me my whole life I had really nice teeth, like really good teeth. I moved from Ohio to Los Angeles and they were like, you gonna fix those or what? <laughs> it turns out it's just cause they were straight, you know, which is the only straight thing about me is my teeth. <laughs> so I got these fiber gummies and I looked at them. I was like, hmm, okay. Do not exceed four gummies in a 24 hour period. And I was like, let's see what six does. <laughs> Have you all ever farted up the front? <laughs> like up the chin, you know, just like all the way over the head. It goes back in and comes back out again. <laughs> so then I switched to actual candy. I was like, all right, I gotta get off this train. So I go get some regular gummies. I get some like organic, some black orchard, organic gummies from Target. You know the ones. <laughs> That's right. I got myself a bag of gummies and then I got myself a car bag, you know. That is the reward for getting the original bag. You eat that bag in the car on the way home to eat the original bag of gummies. This is the flowchart of how that works. So I get in the car and I open this bag of gummies only to find, to my horror, that it contains two flavors out of the five flavor family. And they're my least two favorite flavors. It's cherry and lemon. An abomination. So I drive home, swearing to myself, no music. I'm preparing for battle. I get home, I find my laptop, it's needing a charge. I search for the cord. I cannot find it for 45 minutes to an hour. There are other things I need to do with my day. And I am like, no, I am on a mission. I find the cord, I plug it in. I sign in 
to my computer. I go to the company's website. I find their contact us form. I get their email address. I put it into my Gmail. It's in there. And then I start to write an email with just the subject line, why? <laughs> and then in the email, I say, how could a manufacturing defect like this even happen in the year 2021? And at that moment, I was saying it out loud, closed my laptop and realized I have a problem and I need to talk to somebody about it. So I am three months off of regular gummies now. Thank you so much. <laughs> The last thing I'll, I'll share with you guys is uh, going into the pandemic, I wanted to work on my relationship with social media. It's, it's helped a little bit, you know, like that stuff. Oh, it's terrifying. You know, you can just get stuck in there for days. I like to call my phone my sadness machine, you know? <laughs> so I try to turn my brightness down on my sadness machine every now and then. And I try to be present, you know, not get on my phone and like just in just random situations, like just stand in line sometimes, you know? And it gave me this great experience by doing this. I went to the movies with a friend, and I stood in line to get some candy, because like I said, I really like candy. <laughs> she went into the movie. And I was standing in line behind a couple people, and I didn't get my phone out. I just stood there and was there. I was very present. And I'm so grateful that I was. Because moments later, a woman came out, screaming. <laughs> I was like, man, I think you need an education as to what emergencies are, but given that we're in a movie theater, I get it. So she starts talking to this manager, and I order my food. I get a medium popcorn, no butter, and a medium Sprite, no ice. Because if I'm going to get $5 worth of Sprite, I want all $5 worth of Sprite. You know what I'm saying? So I get my order, and this woman is having her moment, her emergency with the manager. And she's like, I just, I just wanna replace my candy, you know? Like, I just, it, the movie's happening, and I just, it's, they're very stale. She's like banging it against the wall for dramatic effect. It's very loud. And the manager's like, well, you'll have to pay the difference. She's like, okay, that's fine. So she chooses a new candy, and he's like, that'll be a dollar. And she's like, oh, God, I, I left the money, my money's with my husband in the movie, could I just pay you on the way out? And he goes, no. <laughs> and at that exact moment, I was given my order, which was $9. Because I was paying attention, I looked in my wallet and saw, to my amazement, that I had a $10 bill. <laughs> Guess who is gonna be a goddamn hero? Yeah. This guy. And I was like, I will pay for your candy difference, madam. And she was like, you will? And I was like, you bet your sweet ass I will. <laughs> so I got change. I paid for her candy difference. She came over to me and she was like, oh my God, thank you so much. That was so kind of you. I was like, please, it's nothing. Happy to. I'm off the internet. <laughs> and she was like, could I give you some of this candy? And I was like, no. I couldn't possibly. You've, you've been through hell. 
but she saw the longing in my eyes because the candy that she purchased as a replacement was my first love in the candy world, my first candy crush, if you will. She bought a king-size Kit Kat. Oh, gasps. I, have, I love Kit I've loved it forever. I love, I love Kit Kat. I love the jingle. I love the commercials. I love a big cat. I love a king-size Kit I will even eat a white chocolate Kit Kat. That's right. I will say that in a room full of people I kind of know. I love Kit Kats. And she saw that in my eyes and in my heart. She saw into my soul. And she was like, and I was like, absolutely not. I couldn't. You've been through hell. And she goes, please. Let me break you off a piece of this Kit Kat bar. <laughs> and I got to live out a Kit Kat commercial just because I didn't get on Instagram for five minutes. I did take her up on it. I, I wrapped up two little loose Kit Kat in a napkin, which is like a real fun way to show up next to a friend, just like. I found it, you know. <laughs> but I walked past the person, the cashier that was helping me, and she goes, oh my God. Wow, that was so brave. And I was like, oh, you think that's brave? I use they, them pronouns. <laughs> Thanks so much, you guys. I've been R.B. Butcher.